Well, good day to you folks. It's Larry G. McGuire here. Welcome along to the Daily Larb. This is episode number 158 and still going strong. No sign of abating. And uh, I really enjoy putting this podcast together. I hope you enjoy listening to it. Uh, listenership wouldn't be huge, but that's all right. Um, you know, I'm following my own advice on this one and just doing it because I like doing it. And uh uh, willing to see where it takes me and willing to see uh, who it takes me to because um, I'm getting so many ideas for uh, people that I want to talk to and what have you. Uh, I'm in Donegal this week. Currently I'm coming to you from uh, the passenger seat <laughs> in my vehicle and uh, it's the only place I can get a bit of privacy because I'm sharing a house with eight other people including kids and stuff, so uh, it's a bit of a challenge. Now, more or less a challenge than recording podcasts from at home, and uh, that's why I'm building a studio, converting a shed, not building, converting a shed down the the, the bottom of my back garden uh, into a studio, and, and when I get back uh, at the end of this week, I'll be hammering into that big time. Hopefully, we'll have that finished by the end of August, and uh, we'll be coming to you from there. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to having my own space. I think it's vital to uh, the creative process and whatever you're making, writing, doing. If you don't have your own private place to make stuff and shut everyone else out, I mean, you're screwed, you know. You never you never get the headspace. You never get the peace and quiet to, to allow things to come to you, to think and to allow things to develop, you know. So uh, for the moment, the passenger seat in my... Uh, Peugeot, something or other, I don't know what it is, we'll, uh, we'll have to do. And like I said, I'm in Donegal and uh, ideas are coming to me all the time about who to talk to about several different things and uh, creative endeavours and artistic uh, expression and all that kind of stuff. Love to talk to musicians and uh, writers and stuff like that, so if people on the radar. During this week, uh, I, I came across a man here in Donegal in a little town called Ardera and... Uh, his name is uh, Edward, oh, what is it? I have it here. Uh, he's a hand weaver. And um, he's he's a, a loom in his shop on the main street in Ardera. And uh, from there he makes uh, blankets and tweeds and stuff. You know, it's wonderful. Uh, wonderful to see him do, doing it. Eddie Doherty. And uh, I got chatting to him briefly. Um, going to get chatting to him again. And uh, try and get him to... Uh, Go through the whole process with me and tell me about his past and how he came to do it. So watch out for that episode. Uh, assuming I'll be able to get a hold of him this week and uh, he has the time to go through it with me. I'm sure he will. Uh, we can get that episode out over the next week or two. So stay tuned for that. But this week uh, on the show, incidentally, if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to uh, help me create more time, if you'd like to contribute... Uh, to my work, well, you can do that over at patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire for as little as a dollar a month. You can help me create more time to make these shows and do a better job. And uh, that's what I'd like to do. So if you you're if it floats your boat, if you'd like to buy me a pint or a cup of coffee or whatever, work away. Head over to patreon.com Larry G. McGuire, uh, patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire. I would be very grateful indeed for your support. Anyway, this week I'm talking about uh, shortcuts. And what got me going on this one is uh, 
an email I received from uh, a bloke, a guy, a business in the States. And uh, I suppose um, a few years ago, this kind of stuff interested me. Uh, I wondered what it was all about. I wondered, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of what it is exactly, but long story short, uh, these emails uh, have been going to spam for a long time and I chose to leave them there because I suppose over the last few years you've become a little bit wiser to a lot of the stuff that's out there, a lot of content that's out there in relation to finding success in your work and what have you in your life in general. And I've been turned off by a lot of it because, well, quite frankly, it's bullshit, most of it, you know. It's just designed to get you signed up and sell you shit you don't need. And uh, I really hate that crap, you know. So um, this guy's emails have been hitting me spam folder and that's where they've stayed. Uh, this one got through to me inbox and I read it and I followed it uh, and I, I decided to explore it and see exactly what it was, see if there were, actually was any value in what this guy was offering. Um, he, op he offered me, promised me some hacks to achieve my goals, right, whatever they are, uh, some shortcuts. And uh, although I knew it was crap, I decided to follow it because I wanted to see on the off chance that maybe I was wrong. Maybe there was something valuable at the end of it, you know. Uh, long story short, anyway, the the lead generation thingy that he had set up didn't work and I didn't get the hacks that he promised me. So maybe that's uh, a little bit of irony. I don't know. But uh, in today's Sunday Letters, I'm writing about this. I'm writing about this idea that you and I can somehow find happiness and fulfilment in our work, in our through our creative endeavours, by some hack, by some uh, going around the corner, by some shortcut, by somehow cheating the system, right? And when I say system, I mean the system that exists above and below and within everything that is, you know, everything in our physical environment, everything in our experience, you know, everything in our experience pretty much covers it. Everything psychological, everything physical, everything that you and I experience from the day we're born to the day we die is is and follows a particular rhythm. And that rhythm cannot be shortcut. It short cannot be it cannot be shortcut. Uh it can't you, you can't cheat it. You can't fool it. Uh in Taoism, they call it Ziran, that which comes of itself. It's nature, and we're a part of it. We are it, you know. And it will produce what it produces if you just leave it alone. This is my philosophy now for my work and my life. It's what I adopt, and it's what the Artist Manifesto stands for. Do what you need to do. Do it with intent. Do it with integrity. Do it with love and appreciation. Get stuck into it and do that for the sake of it. And then watch what happens. What else do you want? You know, this idea of setting goals that, you know, somewhere in the future that there is a better version of you or me and everything we do now, we're striving towards that. You know, it's bullshit. This is all there is like right now, you know. So this idea that we can plan out our lives to the end degree 
and set out these goals that when they're achieved will somehow be happier and fulfilled. It's nonsense. It's rubbish. If you can't be happy right now, in today, as you're listening to this, well then, there's no chance of you being happy in the future. Or maybe something will come around. Maybe something will blindside you and make you happy, make you smile for ten minutes, you know what I mean? Some girl or some boy or some event or circumstance. But it's short-lived. They go like that. They disappear. These things, these people, they can't possibly ever make you and I happy. That happiness and fulfilment that we're searching for is inherent in what we're doing right now. There's no future. There's no future that holds this experience for us. We either experience it now and choose to do it now or we don't. And this idea that we're sold on by marketers, by corporations, by banks. Do you ever see these ads, these ads that are out now? I don't know whether in your part of the world they have these, but it's just it's it's kind of sickening and kind of well to me maybe not sickening that's a bit of a strong word but certainly uh disingenuous the stuff that comes out by these guys and girls who come up with these marketing campaigns to try and convince you to buy shit you don't need and get loans out to buy fucking tree houses and boats and stuff and holidays it's rubbish anyway there's no happiness and fulfilment in the pursuit of this shit, you know? In the pursuit of a, of any particular status or or a big company or a boat or a fucking airplane or a wife with big tits or a, or a, or a husband with loads of money in his back pocket or whatever it is for you. That's bullshit. Won't make you and me happy. What brings happiness and fulfilment is doing something, anything, that you love to do, that engages you, that sucks and takes up pretty much every single piece of your mental powers to create that's where the enjoyment is climb a mountain uh going for a walk uh drawing a picture writing a book uh, composing a piece of music these are the things screwing screws in the wall building houses you know uh you name it it doesn't matter there's something that you love to do, something that I love to do, that sucks us in 100%, and nothing else exists beyond that. There's no time, there's no space, there's no other people, there's nothing else, it's just that, and you're in it, you know, and you're on fire for it. That's what you're after. And any shortcut and hack that any douchebag offers you, is uh, a distraction. Takes you away from what it is you should be doing. So I'm talking about that this week. Writing about it in Sunday Letters. And uh, that's coming up next. So stay tuned. Sunday Letters. The 22nd of July 2018. Success Hacks. The Folly and Following Shortcuts. I received an email the other day. That promised me Success Hacks. Shortcuts, quick fixes to the realisation of my dreams. Oh, wonderful, I said. Finally, the solution I've been looking for. God knows I've tried so many. Maybe this one will work. Or maybe not. The email was from a website whose material I once found interesting, or perhaps valuable. 
These days their stuff usually ends up in the spam folder. And because I'm a little wiser now than I was before, their emails generally stay there. To be honest, they don't check my spam folders often, so they are deleted without me even being aware. But this one made it through, into my inbox and under my nose. So I opened it. Here's what it said. Hi, blank. Some of your goals may seem daunting, dash, dash, dash. Some of them may be taking too long, dash, dash, dash. What if I knew a shortcut, shortcut to attracting them, link? What if I knew some hacks to making them come true? And what if I gave you those secrets as a free gift? Well, today is your lucky day. Please visit link. Expect miracles. Love. Signatory. In the interest of giving these guys the benefit of the doubt, I went through the sign-up process. Despite entering my details twice, I didn't get the hacks they promised. Irony. Dedication to the work. Regardless, the email and the general thrust of the content brought to mind a popular idea that in recent times I have attempted to counter. This idea, one that we are so apt to adopt, says that we can achieve happiness, become fulfilled and find meaning in life through some shortcut, some hack or other. It says that somehow we can outsmart the momentum of the universal creative force that Taoists call Ziran, or that which comes of itself. The Tao says, when we detach from the need for results to be a particular way, when we become patient and dedicated to the work, the results we want will come. I have realised in recent times that the artist's manifesto follows this Taoist idea. The artist's manifesto says, we must create, make and do whatever pleases us first, solely for the sake of it. Ulterior motivations, success hacks and quick fixes will never get us there. The there I refer to here is happiness and fulfilment, and it is, the Tao says, available in the moment of now. It is the engagement in a process, a process which is only apparent after the work is complete, that brings the happiness and fulfilment we crave. The pursuit of anything else is a waste of time and life. Until, that is, we realise it. Then the fruitless pursuits show their value. Unhappiness and discontent. Now I understand that there's a market for this shit. Success hacks, quick fixes and the like. Everyone wants a solution and everyone wants it today. Nobody wants to work for it. We want to know when and where the big win is coming. We want to secure a predictable future where everything will be bright and shiny. If you can give us the promise of a better future and show us a way to get there quick smart, we'll buy it from you. We'll fall for it every time. We are ultimately dissatisfied and unhappy where we are, you see. And we're desperate for someone to come and show us how to fix it all. With this in mind, I did a quick Google search on happiness. And here's what I found. There are 4,400 searches worldwide per month for the search term, how to find happiness. For the search term, how to be happy, there is an extraordinary 201,000 searches per month. Okay, so they might not all be unhappy. There may be other reasons for these searches. But it seems to me, from my ad hoc 10-minute research, and from surveys like the World Happiness Report 2017, that for most of the population of our planet, happiness is eluding. And that comes despite material affluence. In America, the report says, happiness is in decline. What seems apparent from the little bit of reading I've done recently is that circumstances and events, wealth and economic stability are primary influences on happiness. 
our feeling of happiness is based on things outside us and even that being as we would like it to be we are still unhappy how can we ever be truly happy if we are reliant on events being a particular way or materialistic measures of work being up to expectation isn't this what the american dream peddled by powerful industrialists in the aftermath of the 1930s depression promised the american people isn't this what corporations still peddle today the world over Mm. how's that all working out playing the fool with all these people searching for happiness clicking on links to quick fix solutions and seeking answers from others i wonder are we making it all ourselves i mean undoubtedly these sugar fix solutions to what are psychological problems wouldn't exist if there were not eager fools like you and me willing to lap it up maybe william blake was correct when he said the fool who persists in his folly will become wise there is no future you see none that is off somewhere next week or next year the idea of of time as being concrete and absolute is an illusion in coming to terms with this truth we realize that happiness and unhappiness are not definitive they are arbitrary states of mind and are ultimately immeasurable it's like hot and cold they are relative stuff material and financial gain status and notoriety never get us where we want to be the only way we can experience that peace and contentment we crave is to get busy being that whatever it is now sure we might have work we might have to work for 10 years to become skilled enough to make a living as self-employed but there where's the problem in that what's the hurry none of us are getting out of here alive so we better get busy enjoying our work and being happy if your current work or life circumstance is not providing the engagement and fulfillment you need then better you make a change but be careful because if you take your resentment and negativity with you it's likely you'll create the same results all over again it starts now if life and success hacks are your bag then off you go more power to you i hope you get what you're after however anyone who pursues solutions to problems via quick fixes and hacks will sooner or later realize that they solve nothing the simple truth of the matter is that they exacerbate our problems i realize that all any of us ever want is to be happy i wish for that myself too but i also understand that i've got to be that today because tomorrow never gets here there's little point wishing for a better future because this is all we have we either make it better now or we don't we need to accept that the answers to our problems the happiness and fulfillment we crave don't lie somewhere else it starts and ends here to be engaged entirely in something here and now purely for the sake of it is where that happiness and fulfillment lie and it can be achieved by simple means merely washing dishes or peeling spuds can be a route to feeling happy if we only could see that there are not things we need to escape from washing dishes by hand is a job i get enormous enjoyment from in my daily work i get the same feeling when i draw when i'm writing or even when i'm running i feel the same only higher i don't always get there sometimes i have my mind on other other things and i'm distracted it happens to us all but i do know that being focused and engaged in something without distractions is very pleasing that's where it's at for me it wasn't always that way but these days that's what i'm after i've come to know my own standards of work and i know that once i can have the space to work without distractions then the results will be satisfying i don't care too much for setting future goals i'd rather be surprised in that place of single-minded focus nothing is competing for my attention i have the blinkers on i'm in it for the sake of it 
forget about success hacks. Forget about success hacks and shortcuts. They don't work and never will. They lead you down the garden path and you know it. So next time you get a marketing mail from someone pretending to be doing you a favour by letting you in on the greatest secret in the entire universe, don't even read it. Delete it. These emails are designed to keep you searching because without you continuing the search, they have no business. Besides, you have what you're looking for already. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's Sunday Letters. I've been Larry G. McGuire, your writer and narrator and host of the show here on the Daily Larb. Uh, I should say, in relation to today's article and in relation to dedicating ourselves to a particular endeavour, there's nothing to say we can't change that. I mean, I've changed, I've changed my work several times. Um, but I do know that the more I stick with something, uh, the better I get at it. Uh, that's just the way things work, you know. The more you do of it, the more proficient you become, the more efficient you become, the greater skills you become. Uh, if you're willing to develop your skills, a lot of people do work as a means to an end, you know, for a pay packet. And they're never really interested in actually becoming better at the work, you know. The work is an inconvenience, and this is the source of our problems, you know. When when the work we do is a means to an end and the end is dollar bills or pound notes in our back pocket, you feel cheated, you know, because you'll never have enough money. And besides, money, apart from those things that you and I need to survive, like shelter and heat and food and love and comfort, um... Apart from those things, I mean, they're fundamental um, to our to our survival, I suppose. But there comes a point where when you have those things and the society in which you live and uh, maybe your own particular life circumstances has been providing those and it's consistent, there's no risk of those um, disappearing, that you feel like something is missing, you know what I mean? You should be happy because you have all these things, you know? And at the minute I'm looking up at this house where I'm staying, and there's a boat in the driveway, and there's lots of wealthy people holiday where I am at the minute, although I wouldn't regard myself as one of them. But uh, I'm wealthy in other ways. Financially secure people, right? Big beamers and, and uh, mercs and boats and all this kind of stuff, right? Now, it's it's not fucking Monaco, but you know what I mean? Um, there comes a point, I feel, that this stuff just doesn't fulfil, you know? And uh, you feel cheated. It doesn't matter what level you're at, how much you're earning. It doesn't matter uh, what your status is, what your job is, whether you own a company or whether you're a fucking CEO or a janitor. It doesn't matter. Um, sometimes janitors are more happy than CEOs. But uh, there comes a point, you know, where you kind of ask yourself, well, what am I doing here? I'm not getting the satisfaction from this stuff that I should be, you know, that the world tells us we should be. Uh, that the marketers and corporations and fuckers selling their shit tell us we'll get, you know, by buying this stuff. It's crazy. But uh, there's nothing like dedication to a particular thing to make you better. And today, like, I'm reflecting on narrating today's article and I stumbled a little bit on one paragraph and that happens, but that happens when I'm reading back my own stuff. I don't know, the more I read it back, the better I get at it, you know. But the more I read it back, the more things I want to change. Because when you read it out loud, it doesn't quite have the same 
uh, gravity and tone and stuff that it does when you're actually just reading it in your head. So anyway, I'm getting better at it though. Uh, narrating the stuff that I write, I'm getting a bit better at it. There's more fluidity to it. I'm not stumbling as much as maybe I was originally. And I like doing it this way. I like this format, so I'm going to keep it going. And um, I've no intention of stopping this anytime soon, you know, because ultimately I enjoy it. And uh, other people send me mails and, and tell me they enjoy it too. So why not? Uh, there's no ulterior motive in doing what I'm doing. And uh, there's no commitment necessarily other than the commitment to myself and the, the what is it? Uh, I suppose the need to get here to the laptop and write this stuff and uh, on the podcast and record, you know. So that's it. I keep doing it and uh, hopefully do it better and will do it better so uh, that's it if you'd like to support me in my work in the stuff that I make because everything I make is free except for the book I'm writing I'm going to ask you to pay for that you know uh, everything 99% of the stuff that I create is free and uh, if you'd like to support me in my work if you find value in this stuff well maybe you can afford a dollar a month or the price of a pint or a cup of coffee or whatever uh, if you if you can and if you're willing jump over to patreon.com forward slash Larry G McGuire and uh, you can show your support there become a patron and uh, be very appreciative of that uh, I'm sharing some stuff on Patreon some uh, some stuff that I don't uh, share openly and publicly to everybody else so if you become a patron you get access to that and uh, some free stuff too so that's all I've got for you for this week's Sunday Letters. I want to thank you again for listening in. I'll be back um, during the week, I'd say, because I want to get my hands on this man, Eddie Doherty, that I mentioned. Uh, he's a hand weaver, and he's based in... Uh, uh, he's based in a little town called Ardara in County Donegal, and uh, he weaves his own um, uh, material, fabrics, and uh, it's tweed, you know. It's great stuff to watch him working on a, on a machine... Uh, on a what you call it I forget the name anyway hoping to grab him later in the week and if I do if he's available I'll get that episode out maybe Wednesday or Thursday so uh, keep your earballs out for that okay uh, until next time I've been Larry G McGuire this is the Daily Larb LarryGMcGuire.com for the article and uh, I'll see you next time alright take it easy and have a good day